Listen to the show and peep what these dudes bring If you didn't know it's an orange and blue thing Hope to win the championship in a few rings It's an orange and blue thing Walk off if the game's tied like shoestrings It's a Mets podcast, orange and blue thing Beat the other team with defense in a few swings LFGM, it's an orange and blue thing What's up, Mets fans? Orange and Blue Thing back at you. Season 6, episode 25, if you care to keep track. <laughs> the Mets are 97 and 57, 40 games over 500. Only eight games left to play and still one up on the Braves. The first comment in the chat from Michael Giordano is, how late was Julia today? Tell him, Darren. She was actually too early. I had something planned that I didn't want her to see. So I was like, oh, there's no way he's gonna, she's going to be on time. I'm sitting on the floor over here. She walks in like, fuck. <laughs> but whatever. We'll get to that later. Louse. So today is September 27th, 2022. <sighs> Ten years ago, we were at City Field for a game that really meant nothing in the standings, but it was game-changing for us uh, specifically. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I wrote a, a little tweet earlier today. It's like we... 10 years ago today changed the game. Obviously didn't change the game. Right. But people write that about like things that they're involved with. Are you explaining yourself because, because somebody like, had the course, audacity of to course. Say. Just like the girl who said that Jacob deGrom, I'm going to mention this all the time. I can't. It's the funniest thing. Did you know that Jacob deGrom was not <laughs> gesturing towards the group? Yes, I know that girl on Twitter. Um, anyway, so yeah, 10 years ago today, we changed the game for ourselves. Yes. Uh, and the Seven Line Army was officially born out there at City Field. I was unfortunately not there. I was I was in school. You're like 10. I was in school. How old are you? 2012. I How old are you now? I'm 27. So you're 17. I was 17. I was, it, I was trying to think what year. I was like senior ju- in high school. Junior. Junior year. Junior right? year. No, you're yeah. like a senior in, when you're 17. No, I started. Did you get my... left back? I thought you were smart. <laughs> no, my no senior if you got left year. Back. I graduated 2013. Oh, so I just started my senior year. What month are we in? <laughs> it's September. <laughs> yes. I'm thinking summer. Yeah. Right. You were a senior when you were 17. I just started my senior year. Yeah. So you were 17 at school and I was getting wasted at City Field. <laughs> I was also like, I mean, I talk about this often because obviously my, my lifestyle has changed over the past 10 years, but I'm wearing the same t-shirt from that day. And it was definitely a lot tighter back then too. Wow. So like, I'm glad I like I I, I, I uh, cleaned up my act a little bit. Not saying that you shouldn't be kind of young and reckless, right? As well, but that's what I was doing back then. Good so for you, ten years and a hundred and thirty-seven outings later, we are seventy-seven and sixty overall. That's I don't bananas. know the road. Like people like to bring up, like, oh, you guys are bad luck on the road. Yeah, it, it's 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 a known thing that most teams win more games when they're home. But also every single road outing, the team mentions that they were glad the seven line was there, which right. they don't have to say. Like no you one's know paying what I was them about to say this last that. Night? Maybe it's just that we put too much pressure on them. They want to succeed. Could be that. <laughs> well, I I swear to God, I will never forget when we were in Pittsburgh last year and they friggin' blew that like six nothing lead and Edwin Diaz gave up like a walk off grand slam. I will never forget Kevin Pillar was playing in left field right in front of us and the effort he made to bring that ball back into the stadium knowing it was never going to happen I'm not saying it's because of us but like it was right Right, in front of us and I could tell like he could definitely hear us going back and forth with the Pittsburgh fans and I know in his mind he was like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck (laughs) I have to do what I can but yeah yeah so it's uh it might be I'm gonna turn the tables on the fans and say we're bad luck it's not that we're bad luck it's that the the team just tries too hard because we're there we're 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 so we're so much to impress and play for what's the most important (laughs) part of these uh road games obviously is uh getting together with with 
fans and yes. having fun, you know? So, I mean, as long as that happens, then we're undefeated. But, um, that was so wholesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's true, really, though. Like, put that not to be right on the nose, but put that on a t shirt. Uh, maybe we will. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that uh, another reason why in a little bit. But, yeah, so they won the series this past week, and that's what matters. They won the series when we were in Colorado. That's what matters. Unfortunately, the outing we were there, they lost. I but know. Whatever, who cares? I know. I was literally watching that last game. I was like, God, poor seven line <laughs> for all the people. Well, who you know, went. you think, you think of it, uh, our first Pittsburgh outing in 2015. Yes. That was Harvey's worst start of his career, right? Yeah, that was like to date, he had not had a start that bad. Jacob DeGrom has not had a start that bad until this past Saturday. So we're at the tailgate party, and thanks to all the fans that volunteered, the Oakland Athletics are incredible hosts. Awesome. And people say, oh, well, it's easy for them because they don't sell tickets, and they're probably so happy you guys are there. Like, yeah, of course. Like, they're uh, – no one's beaten down the doors to try to get into Oakland Coliseum. And we did buy, uh, I think it was uh, 800 tickets. I think it was a little more than 800, whatever it is. But they don't have to go out of the way for us. Mm -hmm. So the lot K that we were talking about last weekend, last week's show before the, you know, obviously the tailgate we had in Oakland was incredible. Yeah. So we go in, they allowed us to bring 10 cars in an hour before their gates opened. Mm -hmm. I just had to give them their names. They showed up. They had a VIP entrance. That's awesome. Pulled right into the tailgate area, unloaded. So we had people there helping unload. It really is such an underrated part of the ballpark experience, how the parking situation is and how it goes and how easy it is to get in. It was incredible. So I didn't take the BART, which is their train. I took an Uber over, but uh, Dave Gibner and and I walked over and, you know, there was already fans there. There was outlets. So people had like um, inflatables plugged in, uh, a whole line of tents, coolers with ice. But the athletics themselves brought tables chairs porta potties no barricades around our area just because you guys were going to be yeah, there because they reserved that spot for us that's awesome and like there was no charge for it. they 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 could have easily been like hey it's going to cost like no, a that's, that's above and beyond and like yeah that's sure like sick. we would have paid it but yeah. we didn't have to so uh thanks again to all the fans that helped out wow. uh bringing all supplies and it was just a fun you know atmosphere because it's the kind of thing where it's like the far majority of the people there have mm-hmm. probably never been to an outing with us before yeah. and don't know anybody. So like what quote unquote, the regulars, right. like the, the New Yorkers who went or people who do uh, a lot of the outings are in the far minority at these kinds yeah. of things. So like we're standing there. I, I kind of like that. I'm watching everyone kind of like, yeah, it forces you to have to make it's, its own thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so the tailgate was obviously the, the highlight of the day and the first half of the first inning was great because the Mets <laughs> went up three nothing and gave Jake the Grom the a lead. For... I I missed the whole first inning yeah. and I could not even believe when I saw they had given Jake a three nothing lead and he gave it right back. Yeah, which is up. like unheard of. I was you know? really afraid. I was like, is he okay? Yeah, yeah that's not yeah, that's yeah. not normal. So go on and share the show as we always do. We give away some free stuff thanks to our friends at Coney Island Brewing Company. We talked about this beer last week. And it just magically, it's still cold. It just magically appeared. It got delivered. Oh my God, it's really cold. It got delivered now, still cold from Coney Island. And uh, I'm going to have it tonight. I'm going to bring this with me to the game. So love it. Um, don't tell anyone. You're going tonight? I have a lot going on at City Field today. I yeah. know you're going to City. I didn't know you are going to the game. Yeah, I'm staying. I have okay. uh, I have something to film tonight with a certain someone. And oh. we will show it off tomorrow. Or tonight, I don't know. It depends on how late I get home and how quickly I can edit Fancy. it. But we have a new product coming out that uh, you saw in our chat, so you probably yes. know what it is. But I'm filming a video tonight to announce what this product is, and then it's going to go up very soon. So if you guys are interested in purchasing something that might be very well, it is going to be very limited edition. Stay tuned for social media tonight or tomorrow. I don't want to say it now. It's, this isn't me like baiting you into it. I right. just 
I think it's going to be more special when they see what it is and they see a visual behind it. So I'm going to film that tonight and then it's going to go up tomorrow. But anyway, Fun. so we talked about this beer last week. It's the Coney Island uh, collaboration they did with Nathan's. And obviously it's not going to taste like hot dogs, but taste it right now. I don't want to taste it right now. I need to know if it tastes like hot dogs. I don't want to have the a beer people right need now. to know. <laughs> Fact checkers, do you want to see Darren drink a hot dog beer right now? Let us know. They might, but I'm not going to anyway. So <laughs> it says the flavor of New York. Pick it up. I think this is a brewery only exclusive unless you're us and they mailed it to us. So thanks. Thanks to them for that. So. Um, do you have a favorite outing that you've been to over the 10 years, whether it is a moment on the field God. or a moment you had with a friend or so, okay. Lizzie, think about that too. Favorite outing. Yeah, that's hard. I, yeah, sure. Oh, oh, that's, that's even better. Let's, All right. So let's we have a volunteer juice here. He's going to let us know about the beer. Take a sip. Let me know. But while you're drinking that, let me know if you have a favorite outing. I, I really just want to see his reaction before answering. All right, first sip looks good. Looks refreshing. It's a. Does it's it a, taste like hot dog? It's five. It's a five percenter. What's it supposed to taste like? Beer. I don't know. Read it. No, no, no. It's not, definitely not supposed oh. to taste like hot dogs. It's just a collab with Nathan's. I probably sell it at, at the. A lager. That's it. It tastes like a lager. T- he looks very refreshed. There you so have it, folks. Go check that out. Not like a hot dog. I'm sure it's probably on tap or for sale at Nathan's. I don't know if they have a liquor license, but <laughs> definitely pop into Mamonides. Mamonides. If you're in the ballpark. <laughs> no, it does not taste like a hot dog. It does not taste like a hot dog. Um, so to answer your question, do postseason games count? We used to drink on the show all the time. Yeah, that when was, it was a pre- nighttime pre- thing. Time. Yeah, now when it's a daytime thing. I used to show, like- when we did the show in my basement. I used to fill up growlers. You know what a growler yes. is, right? Like before the show and just drink from the growler. Well, that, that's so that makes to go anywhere. It was my house. You're in your basement. And it's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it could be postseason, whatever. So any, then any favorite outing? It has to be World Series Game 3 because you just – the vibes you can't beat. Right, A, a right. World Series 7 line outing. But on top of that, like it's just – it's my favorite moment at City Field ever, like – right there with Johan's no hitter, but was David Wright's home run was just like, and that is the exact section place people I would want to be surrounded by when that happened. It was just perfect. It's like, it's, I'm almost like not nervous, but like, I don't know how the postseason this year will live up to that. Like my expectations are so high just from how awesome that moment was. Yeah. So that's gotta be it for me. I mean, over the 137, I think I missed three or four total. Mm -hmm. There was one the weekend after Amelia was born. I missed that. That's uh, Wilmer Flores at a grand slam in the rain. Yeah. I missed that game. Then I missed like one or two others. Like one, I would miss like one every summer. I was going to a wedding once or Uh something. I was like an, an anniversary at the track. Uh, out on Long Island with a bunch of guys who were, were in town. So um, for me, I think just being honestly, like you can't say like, oh, the first one was the best, but yeah. like it really started the whole thing because that was oh, a, especially for you. But if you also remember, it was a Thursday day game in 2012 wow. for a team that was going nowhere. Yeah, And also just you not having kind of like a proof of concept with this thing. Like you had no, no idea what to expect, like who's going to show up, how they're going to react. Like if you watch the video that uh the compilation video that was put up today yes um there's a clip in there of my ticket rep chris leith who i'm actually texting right now yes i figured that's who that was and congrats to him he just had a baby boy last week so uh shout out to chris and his family uh on the birth of their sons look at the photo so cute um so i was saying to him you know 
the him and, and Lee Caster Jean, who we know is no longer with the Mets. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Zaber and everyone that was in the beginning is so instrumental of like starting this with us. Yeah. Um, you know, they're as much to thank as we are because the Mets sucked in 2012. So it's yeah. like, of course they wanted to like sell tickets. So we're like, all right, let's buy these tickets to see how quickly they could sell out. Not right. knowing that Dickie was even going to line up. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a re- And what if they like, we're talking about, Oh, wins and losses. What if they, what if Dickie didn't pitch that day? Yeah. And what if they did lose? And it was just like, whatever, or let's just go to McFadden's. Do you think that would have changed the trajectory? Maybe, of everything? maybe like little, some, th- but no, it's so true because that was like a high that sent people into the off season, like wanting more when the next season started. What if that game sucked? Oh, so that's, that's back to it. So the, the, in the video, Chris okay. comes over, you see the guy in the suit and Amelia watched this one. She's like, why? Like she was confused. Yeah. Like number one, we're not wearing orange. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love that. She's only been alive and with the seven line wearing orange. Why well, I said to her today, I'm like, because I'm wearing the shirt 10 years old. I'm like, Amelia, yeah. do you have any shirts you've been wearing for 10 years? She's like, I wasn't. She like, <laughs> she like stopped for a second because she's obviously not 10. Anyway, so Chris is in the video. I put my arm around him. He's like, hey, how you doing? Whatever. And I, he's like, uh, I'm looking forward to next year, bigger and better. And I pop in and I'm like, a thousand tickets. And he laughs like, that's not yeah, possible. Yeah, like joking. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, that wasn't possible then, but we went to San Diego with 1,600 people, you know? That's so that's why. That's another one that has to be. Well, this isn't a total blow fest, by the way, no, on ourselves. Like, it's an anniversary. Ourselves on our back. We're reminiscing. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the San Diego trip for me personally was not one of my favorites for outside reasons, but that game was awesome with Bartolo's home run. Oh, it's incredible. Um, also, the first Philly outing where they came back and David Wright had the game winning hit in like the 14th inning. And the photo of him yeah. afterwards looking up to yeah, us. Yeah, that's with like his a hand. core seven line memory. Right, right, right. So, yeah, people like to bring up the road record or whatever, but it's like the Mets sucked for the majority of that. Uh, when you think of Philly, we're two and one in Philly now, mm-hmm. we're uh, one and one in Miami. We are unfortunately we lost both both games in in uh, Pittsburgh in, in Pittsburgh and in Atlanta, and in Atlanta. But then you think of like the the highs of like Kansas City was sick. The yeah. pregame in Kansas City was incredible. That that tailgate party was was insane. Plus, Pete did a home run. It was like it was such a like a good. Week. That's when he was going for right. fifty what fifty three. Um, San Diego, obviously, uh, Arizona. It's just, There's so many like highs, you and know, even if they don't win, like, and I know, you know, it's, it's half serious, half not people who like to say like, Oh, the seven line is the jinx, whatever. Look and like, the, well, it's not because look at the record. But you know? I always think of, and you may be a little too old to get this reference, but anyone who grew up with SpongeBob, there is an episode <laughs> of SpongeBob where he's trying to convince Squidward to eat Krabby Patties. And like the phrase is the only people who don't like Krabby Patties have never tasted one. Right, right, and right. that's what I think of whenever I hear this. I'm like, the only people shitting on seven line away outings have never been to one. Like you don't, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, obviously you want the team to win, but like, it doesn't matter. Like I don't go there and be like, Oh, we shouldn't have gone because we lost and we're a curse. I'm like, no, that was a really fucking fun trip to take on a random ass weekend with yeah. a bunch of strangers. And we all have something in common. And it's just, it's fun. So a funny story about Saturday uh, in the first inning, Jacob DeGrom, um, he had, there was two strikes. We all stand up and, and start clapping. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy sitting three rows behind us, obviously not with us. Right. He was wearing a Detroit hat, too. I think he just liked baseball. And like his I think he was with his daughter. He was okay. older and she was keeping score or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you guys going to stand all game? <laughs> and I was like, uh, sorry. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah. Like, we're not trying to ruin your time. But like, this is like what we do. There's 800 of us here. I'm sorry you sat in that set. Like, yeah. A, a few rows behind us. 
He's like, that guy. I can't see if that guy. <laughs> he was like one guy next to the left of. I think it was like the side else. But was he getting like genuinely annoyed or like? He was really mad. Oof. And I'm like, I was like, you could sit over here. There's like an open seat. I'm sure they're not gonna like right. mind if nobody you move. gives a crap. There's nobody here. Yeah. Like, and then you'll be able to see. Yeah. Uh, but by the second or third inning, he was all about it he was yeah and he was older too like yeah and then he was standing up he moved down but he did still stand up so he, did he not when they first said something did he not he didn't see like the chant yet no i think he like didn't get what we were okay. doing i feel and, like once you see the full picture you're like okay, yeah that's but then he cool. like he returned him it was yeah. great <laughs> it was awesome oh speaking of turning people uh oh oh i know where this is let going me pull this up this is the best thing ever so i'm gonna give background we're talking about billy right billy eichner I, I don't even know who that is okay okay Oh my God, that's so sad. Billy Eichner. <laughs> if you don't know who Billy Eichner is, he does a little show. It's called Billy on the Street. He's an actor, comedian, whatever. Um, he's doing promo right now for it's it's honestly, this is the first I've ever seen something like this. It's like a full-fledged gay rom-com where it's like it's two guys and it's Ace like for the but 80s, it's amazing. And I'm so glad that he's leading in it. But they're doing promo for it, I guess. And there was some interview and somebody asked Billy Eichner who his first gay crush was, and you must listen to the answer. All right. Hopefully I've been playing some clips lately from like this platform and it hasn't really been transferring that well to the sound for the listeners so hopefully they can hear this okay. hold on who's your first who's your keith hernandez, hernandez the first baseman for the 86 new york so that's his first crush his first gay crush was keith hernandez which <laughs> is so amazing yeah so kara I, I guess saw that and yes. screenshot it and put it on the internet there for us to see the so best. um yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Keith, right? And who doesn't love Billy? If you don't know Billy, go after the show. Not right now, but look up Billy on the street. It is so funny. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know why, but also 10 years ago today, for whatever reason, Keith Hernandez shaved his mustache. Yes, that was for some charity. I can't remember, but it was like he did it for charity. OK, but I, I didn't realize that it was all the same day. Wow. Yeah, that was in the like the they did so it in the front. You know, the, Keith's the current, apple wasn't even there yet. Keith's current mustache is as old as the seven line army. Well, you have to keep trimming it. Yeah, but like it's never been gone. Right. So Keith, yeah, okay. So Keith's had a like, if that's how you want it. But I mean, it's like your hair. This isn't the same hair you've had for no, ten years. No, but like it was completely gone. Now it's back. Okay, that's that's a good a good connection, I guess. Um, so yeah, Oakland. Have you ever been to Oakland? I have not. Kind of grimy. Yeah. So um, I guess COVID, unfortunately, like took a toll on the on the area a lot of places like never reopened is what oh. i've been told so like i was still on new york time so i got up on friday was nuts i, I did go to the brewery remember the wow. other day i was like i'm gonna stop at at blue point on my way i'm proud to of see you. the fan uh the, the morning show was there on friday i only really went for like 25 minutes tops because i live right there and geo's been a supporter of ours uh he's been to a few things of ours so i went there said what's up to geo he introduced me to his mom his mom's like Aww. a big fan of the seven line. So he's That's like, I got so interested my mom. So like it was during a commercial break. So I met his mom, uh, <laughs> said what's up and and Dude, left. People's mothers want to meet you. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, so I went straight to the airport from the airport to the hotel. But I landed in San Francisco. I had to get from San Fran to Oakland on a Friday during rush hour, drop my shit off and get to the game. How far away? I have no concept. of It's like California. 45. It's it's like twenty something miles or something like that. It's not, okay, it's but like terrible. But that's during oh, that time. Of it's day. like an hour. Yeah. You know, uh, went straight to the game and got back to the hotel. Actually, how were the seats that night? Didn't you have like really sick awesome. seats? Yeah. Awesome. Shoe texted me. He's like, "Were you in the dugout?" Because I put up a video <laughs> of like we were. I was this close 
to the Mets bullpen with That's no crazy. net or anything. Oh, yeah, because it's on the field there. Yeah, it's right there. Wow. So we were sitting right next to Joely and Edwin and and uh, Trevor May and all those guys. Um, anyway, so Friday was sick, but we went to a bar afterwards near the hotel. Oh. And it was like a nice place right near the water. Uh, I don't know if they had live music and stuff, but whatever. It was a cool place. Nice spot. Uh, hundreds of people were there and they still did last call at 1015 on a Friday in a city. Why? So this is really fucking weird. I don't know. But anyway, I kind of stayed on New York time. So I got up at 430 in the morning on Saturday for no reason, thinking it was 730 at yeah. home, even though I traveled all day Friday. Uh, and then our tailgate started at 930 in the morning. So it was a long day. Did you come home with jet lag or no? You stayed on. <sighs> All right. Your I I saw your trip home was not ideal. No, but I mean I'm I'm glad that well when the game ended there's nowhere I'd I'd rather be than home after the Mets lose yeah. on the road because it's like I do put so much effort into these things uh -huh. and when they lose and I'm like man people and it's not, it, I shouldn't feel like that because mm -hmm. when I read the um read the feedback and the reviews on the site people don't really care that much yeah. if Especially they like, like the West Coast trips, because it's people who never get to do something right, like that right, right, right. have a way I take to it do it. They've, of course, they care that they lost. Whatever. Yeah. It's not like you know. Let's just uh, drink beers and and who cares about the right. win? Especially down the stretch now, Mets are you know yeah. they need to win. But uh, I spoke to some fans of the tailgate, and a lot of people I've noticed they've been putting the patches on their hats. Oh. So like they wear the same hat to the I outing, like that. and they put it on. And I said to a, a family that I met there, they were also in Anaheim. And I'm like, oh man, that stinks. You're you're like one and three or something. I'm like, oh, we don't like we wouldn't even know unless you told us. Like oh. they don't, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they I care so much that when they lose, I'm like, man, everyone's gonna be like depressed. Right. Like whatever. you're disappointing everyone because right. the Mets. So lost. I checked the flight and I was like, let me get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so seriously, I checked the flight. I went back to the hotel. Kind of funny, though. I went <laughs> I into the, the JetBlue chat to yeah. be like, I should have done this to begin with because I talked about it. I was like, I'm gonna just the games at remember? I was like, oh, the yeah. games at one. I'll probably be back to the hotel by four. I was. I was like, right. I could probably get out of there that night. So I checked for a flight and it was like a $900 upcharge. I was like, fuck no. it. I'll just stay till tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, went and got some food because up to that point I had a bag of chips and a cookie all day. Cause I don't eat the fucking, you know, know. the burgers and yeah, shit. So it's like, I brought a bag of chips and a plant-based Larry's why your cookie. Shirt fits so well. Yes. <laughs> um, so I get back to hotel and I did, Put a thing up about this, and uh, oh, yes, I'm gonna say his, his name is Jake. I didn't, I didn't know if you wanted me to like put his yeah. name and stuff out there, but he mm -hmm. did reply uh, on Facebook, okay. and um, I think I saw him on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or Twitter maybe. He's like, hey, the, you know, nice, yeah. nice chatting with you. So like, he's he's replying, so it's not like he's trying to be like anonymous. Right. But right. so I'm sitting at the at the hotel bar, doing my thing, just chilling, watching whatever sport was on, and he's like, hey, sorry to bother you, just want to like chat for a second. Like, yeah, sure, sit down. There's mm -hmm. an open seat. And we we had a drink, and he told me all about. Uh, how it was his first ever outing. I'm sure you read it, mm -hmm, yeah. but if people didn't see this, uh, he watches the show. He Aww. said he, he, you know, he's a fan of yours. And thanks, and, Jake. Uh, anyway, Jake just finished four years of college in Michigan. He's from Queens, and he told me it was his first time traveling with us, and he was by himself. And I was like, wow, this is like That's, West Coast. Yeah. You know, not only that, like I was ir so irresponsible at 21 <laughs> that like. When I see people who have their shit together, yeah. I'm like more impressed just because of like I didn't, you know right, what I mean? Right. So we get to talking and he's and he's like, yeah, I have a photo. My my family are, are Mets fans. My grandpa and my mom was a big Mets fan. And he said like was. And I was like, oh, you know, I guess yeah. you must have passed away. He said, we have a photo. And we're both wearing our Mets stuff. And I, you know, I, I was just born or whatever. 
And I'm like, oh, that's great. You know? And he's like, yeah, unfortunately, uh, she just went back to work after maternity leave and died on 9-11. I was like, oh, my God. And then I'm like sitting there and I'm like, well, these trips are like so important to people, yeah. you know, like to some people, you know? Yeah. Some people, it's not. They want to talk shit on the internet and be like, they lost, right, you know? Right. I'm like, well, yeah, they lost, but like, Jake had a great time. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, um, a friend of mine, Mike, replied to it as well. His father was also killed in 9 11. I saw that. And it's the same thing. Like, the Mets was like the connection he had with him. So it's like, it's so important to him to keep up with his Mets fandom and go to games just because like that's how he stays close to him. He was only like, what, five when he passed away? Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, it looked to like him, a, I saw the photo. Yeah. To him, it's like, you know, this is how I stay bonded with my dad. So right, but really Jake is. never it's, got to go to a game with his yeah. mom. So it's like I'm sure the connection of like yep. he knew that she loved the Mets mm -hmm. and now he likes the Mets yeah. and you know he travels around. It's like I'm sure there's still a connection there. Right. You know, um, just to know I, honestly, and that's what I love about the Seven Line. It's like. I go to games completely. I drive to the game by myself. I'm not with anyone, whatever. But like you go there and you're never alone. So it's like whenever you want to go to a game, even if you don't have somebody to go with, like, you know, there's people to sit with. And I think that's just say what's up, like you the know? kind of comfort of it. So, um, yeah. So love that. But then I'm like sitting there and I'm like bitching a couple hours later. I can't get home. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, yeah. well, puts life into perspective. I'm glad I kind of couldn't go home, you yeah. know? Um, so Jake wants to sit with us next year. And I was like, you know, awesome. obviously, you know how sometimes we're like, oh, you have to be nominated. Not nominated, but if a seat opens up, right. we first give existing members a crack to like mm -hmm. invite their friend no. or their parents. Or I was like, Yo, Jake, Jake you're seat. you're in. If Jake you want to move to the top of the list, if you want to be in, you're in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we've been emailing and stuff. So awesome. um, uh, he also mentioned Shannon Ford. So I don't want to skip over that. Yeah. So he became a part of Tuesday's Children, which mm -hmm. is the foundation who does a lot of work for. Uh, now they they they've uh, brought in their horizon more than just nine eleven right. uh, children, but so those children it's, are now adults. Yeah, he's an adult. He's yeah. twenty one years old. So. Um, you know, he mentioned how how incredible Shannon Ford was to him and the other other kids that were involved. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it was nice that when I put that up, Shannon's family saw that. Oh, they did. And Shannon's sister shared it and was like, This is great that like all these years later, oh, that's sweet. There's still like a you know, my my sister's name is still, yeah. you know, and the same thing with his mom. Like, and... this is how people live on. Right, right, it's right. Bigger than just baseball. Right. So that's really just sweet. wanted to touch on that for a second. So um yeah. The uh, the way home on Sunday, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank God Darren had this perspective so recording the, perspective. the plane. <laughs> Sunday morning, I write this this uh, little little thing in the notes because it was too long for a tweet and put it up. And then I get to the airport. I leave at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Uh -huh. I got home in bed at 1 a.m. So we this has never happened to me before. I never even heard of this happening to yeah, anybody. I was very confused when you said We this. board the plane. Uh -huh. I'm sitting in the exit row. She's, they go through the whole song and dance. Are you willing to help if you need yeah. to? Yes, I'm good to go, right? Uh, they show how to put the seatbelt on if you don't know how to put a seatbelt on. Yeah. And then they come on the speaker and they go, oh, attention, this is an announcement from the flight deck. We're going to have a three-hour and ten delay, and we can't have you sitting on the runway that long. We're going to have to have you deboard the plane and go back into the into the terminal. I'm like, I was even saying to myself, could always be worse. Yeah. Whereas I'm like trying to like perspective, right? Perspective, right? So... Not only that, you had to take all your shit off. So you had to get your bag. Did they give an explanation? Was it like something was wrong with the plane? I think it was weather? like the, they knew weather was on the way to okay. New York. And I think they were trying to time it better. So when we were going to land, we wouldn't be in the storm. Right. But so like you couldn't figure that out. Like, I don't know, half an hour sooner. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, we have to take all of our bags off, go back into the terminal. They're like, but don't go anywhere because yeah. it might be less than three hours. So I sat there and edited a video, whatever. It wasn't the end of the world. Right. Right. So we get on the plane, uh, it ended up being a two hour and something delay. 
we get back to New York. I had fly fly. It was jet, jet blue. So I'm watching the weather as I yeah. always do. Like I'm like, I've been doing <laughs> because of this weekend in Atlanta. And um, I'm like, there's a really serious storm going to Queens yeah. right now. Right. We get towards Pennsylvania and they're like, we're gonna have to circle around for a half hour. And hopefully the storm passes and we can in make the our air. Final, yeah. Like we could make our <laughs> final descent into New York. Right. So, um, we circle for the half hour. They get back on. We're going to have to circle for another half hour. Uh, about the whole same, same exact thing, basically, word for word. And the girl that was the woman that was the the flight attendant, the flight attendant I was going to say stewardess. I don't know if they call it anymore. <laughs> She's sitting there like in the jump seat next to us in yeah. the exit row. And I'm looking at her. I'm like, well, shoot me straight. What's right. the story here? She's like, we're running out of fuel. She's like, we're probably going to have to land in Connecticut. You're lying. <laughs> So she's like, they're trying to circle to see if there's an open space, like with the storm to land. But if they don't decide in 10 minutes, we got to land in Connecticut. I'm like, great. So like we're running out of gas. We're in the air. Wait, so what happens? Is it just figure out a way home from Connecticut or do no, they they'd like, have to refuel and take off again? Okay. No, take off again and then land in New York. Same plane. You don't even get off. You yeah. But charge like, I didn't even know this was a thing until Sunday. You could time out. So like stewardess, uh, flight attendants and pilots are only out to work yes. X amount of hours. Mm -hmm. And if you pass those hours, you have to wait for a new crew to show yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. So we were almost on the verge of timing out. If we would have landed in Connecticut, we'd have to wait there for <gasps> another pilot to get on and bring us home. Luckily, they said, fuck it. Let's just go for it. And they oh flew through gosh. the storm and we landed in New York. But I swear I was looking out the window and you could see the lightning like around the plane. That's I don't like it. I yeah, don't like it. It was crazy. That's I sent a, a I sent a screenshot to Kel. Like, this is what we're trying to land in right now. Because, you know, obviously, you've probably seen a map before. Red is not good. Yeah. This is what it looked like when we were landing. <gasps> That's crazy. That's unsafe. Yeah, unsafe. But we landed. Wow. And if you guys are here for the weather report, <laughs> uh, this Friday does not look good in Atlanta. So, Ugh. actually, Friday doesn't look that bad. I think Saturday and Sunday is more of the issue. I thought Friday was a bad day. I don't know. I don't, you're the Doppler Darren. I don't... I haven't checked recently well as you've known if you watch the show i want to go to atlanta if there's a chance they can clinch if the braves keep winning and the mets keep winning that's not a possibility until sunday yeah so if i'm gonna go i'm gonna decide sunday morning okay after we see what happens this rest of the week because right. the mets have two at home and you're lucky you got moved to a night game yes i am because i'm gonna go to massachusetts anyway i'm gonna yeah. race on i'm gonna go to the race on friday and saturday if I'm if the Mets win on Friday and they win on Saturday and they could potentially clinch on Sunday, I'm going to go home and get on a plane and go right to Atlanta. I'm exhausted from just <laughs> listening to that. After racing, you're pretty tired after a race. So that's the story. But we don't even know if they're playing in Atlanta. I know. I know. That's that's the real wrench. And I feel like it's just it's gonna be one of those things that if they don't end up playing in Atlanta or whatever happens, however this series ends. Whichever team does not come out on top, like that's going to be the defining moment of when everything went wrong. For, like, I just feel like it's going to be so dramatic. Right. Like, people will blame the location change, on, which, you know, very well could be a thing. It's unexpected travel to a different place. But well, I asked the Internet Hi. and no one got back to me. I, I added <laughs> Anthony DeComo because everyone else is chiming in with you their own Tony. thoughts here. Tony. Well, maybe sorry. you got to call him Tony and then, yeah, then I'll know how to answer. Hey, Tony, let us know. <laughs> Gabagool. So anyone on the beat with any extra info hearing about the series moving because they've done that before where they move it to a neutral location yeah. when there's time is running out. The Mets cannot make up these games. Right. There's no time. Uh, I'm willing to bet if no one has said anything, there is probably no concrete anything. No. But everyone's like chiming in like, hey, play in my backyard. Yeah, I'll give you a neutral <laughs> site. Uh, so 
initially I was like, well, I looked at the schedule to see who's away. Yeah. And the Marlins and and the Rays are both away, but you can't no, really you can't have people fly. Florida is getting hit just as bad. Right, but they were saying like by 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 Friday the, the storm should be well, past. This could Florida. all be out of power. Who knows? It's going to be in shambles. You don't want right, to depend right, on right. going there. So we don't really know what's going on, but wherever they happen to be playing, if the Mets can potentially clinch, I would love to go. Yeah. I would pr much prefer for our sake and I for fans to, to do it at home. I was going to say, have them come to City Field, but make the Braves the home team. No, 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 no. Meaning like if they do, I, of course, I want them to wrap it up. But right. if by some chance it's still oh, like one home. up, yeah. two up, whatever on Sunday, then I don't go to Atlanta. Well, I prefer we that win as it on well. Monday at home. I'm also, yeah. Go to TickPick, get not, some tickets. I was going to say, I'm not working Monday, so I might go too. But I, I am so excited about this. The Mets, I think, listened to my rant on this show about how they don't advertise Bark in the Park. They made a whole ass Instagram post. What? Advertising. Bark in the Park? Yeah. That's weird. Advertising Bark in the Park October 4th. And I'm going. Wait, another I'm, Bark in the Park? Yeah. They do that one. more than once? Uh, they have several in a season, but they were, the first two of the season got rained out. That's you have to buy a so special ticket about. for that? You just have to sit in the Coca-Cola corner. That's the dog section. So any ticket in that section, you just uh. need to get one for your dog. So even though Freddie is 10 pounds and will sit on my lap, he needs his own ticket. But Maybe that could be that, Bristol's first ever game. Oh, my God. Bring her. We can sit together. Oh, my God. Guess what? She learned how to use the steps. <gasps> it took weeks. Oh, my gosh. I'm so proud of her. She went up the steps last night. For background, I, like, I gave Darren doggy steps to help his dog get onto the bed because she was waking him up at four in the morning every day wanting to come up. I still kind of woke up when she got up. This, but but you'll get used to it. Yeah. But I was like, wait, she used the steps. And then because, like, yeah, I trained her. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Kelly. Thank proud God. of Kelly. So let's talk about TickPick then. Oh, Tell yes. the people what, what, what you know and what they should know. Okay. There, I have so much to say about TickPick this week. But first of all, let's stick to the important This is stuff. for Tuesday's game. This is Bark in the Park Day. Yes. Go check the Bark in the Park section. Those tickets will probably be a little pricier just because they know. They know that you're desperate. 23. <laughs> so pricey. But that's pricey for TickPick. Yeah, it is. So um, go to TickPick.com or the TickPick app. No extra taxes or fees. The price you see on a ticket is the price you're going to get. Uh, you can use our code OABT for $10 off any purchase of $99 or more. If you are a first-time user, I highly recommend doing it. I have said it before, and I will say it again. Their customer service is top-notch. So I bought – I love Lil Nas X, okay? And he Who? Lil Nas X. Okay. He had a concert at Radio is. City Music Hall last Wednesday, um, and I went. I bought my tickets from TickPick a few weeks earlier. I, this was completely my fault, failed to realize the email they had sent me in the confirmation. Like I had to open it. I had to click a transfer link from Ticketmaster to send me the link and that link expires. So like you had to do it within a certain amount of time. I didn't think to even try and look at my tickets until, until I was outside of Radio City Music Hall and the concert was going to start in 10 minutes. And it was like, this link has to be clicked before the start of your event. Mm -hmm. And the link had expired. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't see my tickets. So I called TickPick customer service. They answered right away within five minutes they sent me a new link no i was in the concert on time excellent yeah they are the best so, so not just for mets tickets for, for pretty much anything. anything little nas x and this was like 8 p.m on a wednesday and they answered right away i also so at first they'd answered they sent me the link i didn't get it right away so i got nervous so i dm'd them on twitter because we've had some conversations they got back to me right away they like triple checked to make sure i got in okay Hell yeah. they are the best so you can't beat tick pick for anything Get your tickets there. If you have any trouble at all, call them. They will help you right away. They are the best. So the get-in price for next Tuesday, if you're not bringing your dog, is $9. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, next week's going to be very important at City Field no matter what. Yeah. Um, we're going to be there with the crew on Wednesday. 
So I already know that if it's a chance that the Mets yeah, can clinch, I'll be there every on day. Monday too. Every I should day. probably do that before in case it becomes a day that they could clinch before it gets too crazy. I might just buy the tickets anyway because I'm not right. working. So shout out to Re- Rebecca Graziano, who was actually in that video from the first ever outing at yes. City Field. She says that SNY has an article saying that maybe they should play on Thursday, but says that MLB hasn't said anything yet. So wow. I guess everyone's kind of in the wait and see period because like how many times has Rich Hoffman said it's going to snow a foot and, and it's we and don't it's like a, know a little but flurry, you know? You have to, like that's the thing though. You have to prepare and I feel like they have to figure something else out regardless because there is no time. Well, like, just like we say with... Uh, there's one day between the season ends and the wild card series startings and one of those teams is going to play in that series. Right. So they have to figure it out. And it's like us saying like, oh, uh, postseason merch. Like if you're not ready, you're yeah, late. You know, exactly. I'm, if you haven't heard, we can't sell our stuff for two weeks. Whatever. It's, it is what it is. <laughs> so um, speaking of being late to the show or late to things... Not this, me. Maybe this doesn't even make sense because that doesn't really, it doesn't. Your segues are always perfect. Yeah, Go this with one, it. I will guide you into the sun. This what one's not say? good, but I was listening to the fan yesterday on the way home and uh, Joe B, Joe Beningo, who is no longer, you know, <laughs> daily. No, he's not daily yeah. on uh, the fan anymore. He used to do the, obviously the, the show with Evan Roberts yes. and Evan's now with Carton, but um, he does something with Tiki and Tierney, the midday, midday show where he calls in once in a while. And they were talking football yesterday and uh, he's a jet fan. So he's like, well, at least I got my Mets. And then he says, I all don't get me started. Did you hear this? No. Nope. All right. So I'm going to play this clip from the fan yesterday. For those of those of you who may not have heard it. Uh, hopefully I get the sound on. Hold on one second. Oh, you don't want to get me started on the ground. You don't have the time. I don't have the time. I wouldn't give this guy a dime. Goodbye. Go. No, so I wouldn't. They got a lot of free agents. They got to sign. I wouldn't. I don't trust this guy. One one you know. And I'm surprised he's one to put the four and says this doesn't remember he got a three run home run to tie the game against Pittsburgh. So it goes up against the only old team the game they got to have it, and you know what's the thing. Wow. I mean, at least you know, I hope you get a birdie soon this week, and I know you will because you're playing. But the happy joke is going to get the birdie. So. I hope you guys could hear that. I've been watching Julia's reaction the whole time, and she's been looking like this for the past minute and a half. So I'm, I, I know you haven't heard that yet because that's a shock to you, right? No. I, like, here's the thing. I I totally think concerns about DeGrom's health um, and longevity going forward are legitimate. He's an aging yeah. pitcher coming off a significant injury. I get that. But that's just – I feel like that is just so – like quintessential New York radio. I'm just going to say, I'm going to talk out of my asshole to stir the pot nonsense. Like I, I, I get it. But at the same time, Jacob deGrom, if he can, honestly, if he keeps doing what he's doing this year with the exception of his last start, because he's giving you like five to six near perfect innings. And mm-hmm. then he runs out of gas, which is not the Jacob DeGrom we're used to, but whatever, if he can give you that the rest of his career, I don't care. Steve Cohen has all the fucking money in the world and it's not my money. I don't care. I want to see DeGrom retire as a Met. 
He could easily have his number retired one day if he wants to stay here, which I don't think him saying that he's going to opt out means he doesn't. I think it's just, hey, I was given a Wilpon contract and I want a Steve Cohen contract, which is totally fair. He's yeah. the best pitcher in baseball. He's entitled to that. I just think that's so ridiculous. And again, it's not your money. And like if we're not at a place where Steve Cohen being like, oh, well, I signed Jacob DeGrom, so I can't sign Brandon Nimmo. That's not a thing. Like right, that's right, not right, happening right, anymore. Right. So if that's your and that's the only argument you can make to not resign Jacob DeGrom, because whatever, if he ends up never playing a game as a Met again, like it was still worth the risk. Because like Anthony DeComo said when we had him on here right before the trade deadline, there's nobody that you're going to go out and get who at their best is going to be better than Jacob DeGrom at his like 85 percent. Right. So it's worth the risk. That is so stupid. Yeah. And I think that, you know, after this season is up and, and, you know, we see what what shakes up with these contract, not the contract, but like some kind of deal with DeGrom. Yeah, it's not going to come down to money. No, it's going to come down. Does he really want to be here or not? Mm -hmm. Because not that, you know, uh, Steve Cohen is going to spend like a drunken sailor, whatever he said, but within reason. They're going to spend the money. And they are going Steve to do the right thing. Steve Cohen things. knows what Jacob DeGrom means to this franchise. He knows what would happen if it was a matter of money that that he didn't stay. Right. If right, it right. was he didn't he will not let him go because he's asking for too much money. That will not be a well, thing. Well, that's why the 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 uh discussion is is on the table now about right. uh judge. It's like is is are the Mets gonna really big be in the in the discussion to have judge become a Met. Right. And of course they're going to be in the discussion because they're going to you know, the dip their toe in the water now. and find out what's, what's it going to take. Right. And if not for nothing, just to drive the price up, make the Yankees overspent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens. But I, I, the reason why I was bringing this up before, because I wanted to talk about this during the, the uh, all-star break <laughs> uh, during the trade deadline. And then they ended up not spending, and Darren Ruff is now starting games for some reason in right field oh my God. until Marte comes I back. I have a theory. They called the Giants trying to get Wilmer Flores back, and they were literally like, no, take Darren Ruff. And they were like, well, <laughs> fuck, we're out of time. Let's just take him. Right. That's my theory. So like you said, this is not the old Mets. This is the new Mets, and I don't think it's ever going to come down to money. So I think Joe Beningo just has to remember down in Florida who's in charge here. Yes. And who's in charge can walk around like this. <laughs> And spend money like it's going out of style and not run out. <laughs> He's been waiting to do that the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Make it rain. <laughs> yeah, this is real. No, it's not. It's too thick. <laughs> but he was mad that right, I was early today because he just wanted to shoot this at me when I walked in. <laughs> and I surprised him by being early. But You did. Let it stay. All right, sure. Let it stay. Part of the ambiance. Yeah, it is. Mr. Matt with a nice hundred dollar bill. All right, guys. So um, we talked about tick pick. We have to talk about the playwright because our good friend, Andrew, the general in <laughs> doesn't listen to us, who doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> and if he does, I don't know why we're saying this because he's not going to hear it. He doesn't he, listen. He doesn't let it compute, <laughs> even though he was home, like he said he doesn't have the time. No, he's been home for like two months. He's been home. This is just Andrew making an excuse. Yeah, he didn't listen. So anyway, we've been talking about this. And of course, like we were saying, it's not wrong to prepare because you need to prepare or you're late. So every single road playoff game, we will be at the playwright in Manhattan on 35th Street, just like we were back in 2015. We have some unfinished business with the playwright. We would love nothing more than to see a bunch of whole bunch of winning games together. Like we were talking about the group and the outings and the fun atmosphere yes. and all that. We try to bring that to the bar as well. So even if you don't know anybody, just come on down. It's going to be free to get in. 
no cover charge, one hour of free beer before every game of the playoffs, and then Coney Island Brewing specials throughout the game. Uh, so you're definitely not going to want to miss it. The place packed out to capacity like hours before NLDS yeah. in 2015. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely we don't know how to, you can't mark your calendars yet. Cause we don't know what the dates are going to be. Well, you can kind of tentatively, you know, when the NLDS will be right. But you don't know home field advantage and all that stuff. Right. But you kind of, whatever, either way, <laughs> that's where we'll be. So you should be there too. Um, definitely, you know, circle your calendars for that. But in the meantime, if you have not got involved yet with the giveaway, from Coney Island Brewing Company, and maybe this is your first time watching the show because uh, I don't know, I don't know where you've been, but you're watching you're it Andrew today. And you just don't watch it. Yeah, maybe you're just Andrew and Dart, and you're you say you're too busy. But uh, text the word Coney Mets to eight five five nine three three four two two three. That puts you in the running for the two season tickets for next year at City Field. A hundred dollar gift card to the Coney Island Brewing Company Brewery out there at Maimonides in Coney Island. And uh, also bought a whole bunch of swag. So Mets shirts, hats, pint glasses. They have, they're one of the official partners of the Mets. So they have the uh, agreement and the, the ability to make all this cool merch that we've been handing out and bringing to the tailgate parties and stuff. So uh, share the show. And that's how you're putting the running to win this free stuff. Yes. All you have to do to do that is hit the little share button on Facebook and hit the retweet button. If you're watching on Twitter, if you're in the area of Coney Island, you want to stop in. They are at 1904 Surf Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11224, home of the Cyclones. Uh, 12 taps of limited brewery, only exclusive beer releases, a full kitchen and an indoor outdoor patio. So get it in before it's too cold. Enjoy some time down there near the beach and um, enjoy yourself. So yeah. uh, let's give away the let's announce the winners of last week's giveaway uh, on Twitter. We have Joe Rod BX and on Facebook, Candice Warburton. Uh, congrats to you guys. And um We'll get that out to you as soon as we possibly can. So Wait, I have a legitimate question. Okay. And I don't know if you want to answer this now. Oh, great. Put me on the spot. No, it's, it's up to you. So we've never been in this situation before. Is next week our last show or do we keep doing this into the postseason? No, we're, of course, we're going to keep it going. As long going. as the Mets keep playing, we keep playing. We're in. All right. Um, Sounds good. But either way, it won't be the last show because if you think about it, uh, if they unfortunately are the wild card team, then they will be playing. Well, that's true. I just didn't know if this was a regular season only kind of shindig or if we were going. Into no, we're going. We're, as long as the Mets keep playing, we keep we awesome. keep going. So the um, they would have to play next Friday. And is it Saturday and Sunday? Is it three back to back days? It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So then, I mean, I don't want to say it, but either way, we're doing a show on that Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, way to way to way to what do they dim my sparkle? What do they say? Uh, dull, way to dull my dull flame. Sparkle. Way to dull my flame. <laughs> dull or sparkle. Your- that's not the term. Dull your sparkle. You had like half of it. And dull my flame. Just, that's not no, it. No, it's dull your sparkle. Lizzie, Fact checkers. What's the phrase? Lizzie walked by again. Do you have a favorite outing, Lizzie? Before we turn this yeah, thing off, I got outing? things to do today. The beginning ones for me was really exciting. Like all the ones that we even even having to walk through the aisles and put in like the thunder sticks and stuff. I don't know if you could hear, but in the very beginning, back when oh, let's talk about thunder sticks. Yeah. So Lizzie's saying in the beginning. Um, they now we don't excited. do the thunder sticks anymore, but in the beginning, shout out to Chris Leith again. We used to we used to get in early and and we would stuff the cup the cup holders with the with the thunder sticks. Bring them back. Um, 
Tick the reason, see all this money laying on the floor right now? <laughs> this is what I saw when I'd walk out of the stadium because after the Thunder Six weren't new anymore. Yeah. Uh, meaning like a new thing. I think it should be a postseason thing. I think everyone will use them for the postseason. I think they will use them anyway. But, you know, let's say even half. Like when there's uh, 859 seats, we right. would have 859 sets of Thunder Sticks yeah. in, in the cup holders. And then at the end, if you remember, remember we would like have them in the back. It's like if you want to use them, take them. If you don't want to use them, don't take them. To like save money because yeah. honestly we would see all these. That's what I was unopened... gonna say. What if at the top of each section we could do you have that. them we and then people again. take them if they want them? Preparing. Yeah. Because now is like honestly a lot of it's you know not saying that it's diluted at all, but a lot of it's out of our hands now that right. like the Mets distribute the jerseys and we kind of just plan the tailgate yeah. you know and, and show up. But we used to have to do seating charts for every single home game, <laughs> which I'm sure you're happy you don't do that anymore. But <laughs> seatings for every home game, different T-shirts for every home game. The the uh, Thunder Sticks for every home game. It was all like a lot more God, work, you know. Hustle, but whatever. 137 outings later, we had a fun run so far and keep it going. So um, we're going to talk about next week because, like you said, there is a game on our schedule next Tuesday. Yes. If the Mets well, have already Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm sorry. If the Mets have already clinched by Wednesday, I'm not sure how many people are still going to bang out of work and be there at mm. four o'clock on a Wednesday. I will. If we have to play on Friday, though. Then we're playing Wednesday at four and Friday night at City Field. So next week's going to be absolutely insane. So Bananas. make sure you uh, get some rest if you can. Yeah. And uh, hope you saved up your sick days. What are you saying over here? No, they're just there. Lizzie wants to know if we talked about the ornaments yet. I, I posted a photo. Uh, Amelia designed these Christmas ornaments. So there's a Mr. Matt and a Mrs. Matt. Amelia designed them? Yeah, she told me last January. Oh, I love it. Uh, I was like, hey, if you could design anything, what would it be? And she thought about it for a second and said that. So That's so cute. They had Foco up. They helped uh, do the creative for it and uh, put together the molds. And that's the story for that. So um, I think we got to everything. We did the share contest. Shout out to Coney Island. Shout out to Tick Pick. Um, Atlanta this weekend, maybe. Oh, I didn't talk about this because I do want to highlight this. This is important. Uh, the Mets put up a tweet. I don't know if you saw this. I did not. With Pete Alonzo. How long is it? Can I play it? It's 36 seconds. Let's we got see if it. we can hear it. Uh, it's it's all about uh, No Kid Hungry. Uh, let me read it because if you guys are listening afterwards and you're not watching the screen, it says, uh, the City Community Home Runs program turns homers into meals. Now you can help retweet this post and Citibank will donate $10 to no kid hungry through 9:30 or when they reach $1 million. $10 can help provide 100 meals for kids in need. Wow. I don't know how $10 can provide 100 meals that but that's incredible. So, um each retweet will then automatically help you donate uh $10. So, I'm going to do my retweet right now. Let's go. I did not do that yet. I want to do that on the show to show you guys how easy it is. But let's listen to Peter Alonzo talk about it. AMET fans, as you know, our long-standing City Community Home Runs program helps No Kid Hungry provide meals for kids in need. And now you can help us take action to feed even more kids. It's super simple. All you have to do is retweet this. And our partners at City Bank will donate $10 to No Kid Hungry through September 30th or when they reach their goal of $1 million. Just think. $10 can help No Kid Hungry provide 100 meals to kids in need. So let's get this one out of the park. Thanks for supporting, and let's go Mets. Amen, fam. He's the best. He is the best, but also that needs a lot more retweets than it has. It was posted last night, and only, what, like 300-something people retweeted it? We yeah. need more retweets on that thing. So. Well, it's going up now. I'm not due to us, but you yeah. can see like the, the scroll. Like, it it updates really quick. First so, thing I'm going to do when I get out of here. 
yeah, Pete, shout out to Pete and the Mets uh, for doing that. I think that the way that it works too is like they're if they don't get enough, they're probably still do the million dollars. Yeah. Because oh, no, if totally. you write that, they're gonna do it. You so have to. not saying you shouldn't. But. Also, speaking of which, uh, Francisco Lindor and his wife are raising money for Puerto Rico. Yes, and I wrote the Amazing that down. Mets Foundation has agreed to match their donation. No, really? Yeah, which is amazing. Let's pull it up. Now um, so if you want go to Francisco Lindor's Instagram, I don't know his handle off the top of my head, uh, but he and his wife posted a video. He included a link of where to donate. Um, I don't know if they said the amount that they donated, but they've donated a significant amount and the Amazing Mets Foundation has agreed to match it. So whatever you donate is going to a great cause and it would make Francisco Lindor very happy. Hey everyone, this past Sunday, September 18th, here you can feel that land for Rico. A lot of people lost their homes, life necessities. So we partnered up with Team Lucan. We donated a lot of money to help people who are in need of Rico. We can't physically be in Rico right now due to our season. We wanted to partner up and thank the Amazing Mets Foundation the current family because they also match our donation. If you would like to join us in supporting this cause, please go to the link in our bios and um, yeah, yeah, donate whatever your heart desires. Thank you so much. Anything that you guys do, it'll go a long way. Love you guys, and this is for you guys. Where we go, love you. That's great. Hi everyone. This past Sunday, September 18th. Sorry. Head on over to both those. Um, both those platforms and uh, help if you can. So do your part. Next week, next Wednesday, tailgate. Uh, we'll be there no matter what. Yes. So I'm just saying, like, I wonder how many people are going to be as enthusiastic to go at four if they're going to be also going on Friday. Also, but... if you're up for an 11 o'clock show next week, so I can be fully prepared to go to Bark in the Park early. Are you kidding me? That'd I want to do the show. Amazing. I will do the show at 9 a.m. <laughs> I'm always asking you, like, what time can I'm we do sorry. it? Sorry, I had to feed feral cats this morning. That's very strange. All right, guys. Life. So if you're heading out to the ballpark tonight, I, I, I it's, it's weird for me to say because, like, loyal to the last out, I. I have like an assignment tonight that I have to do. So I'm not totally like committing to the entire game. So uh -huh. if you happen to see me like walking out, so I'm not ducking out of the game. I don't actually have a ticket to the game. Okay. I, I have a credential to go do something. So um, mysterious. say what's up. And then again, look on social tonight or tomorrow for this product we're putting out. It's going to be a limited edition release. And I think that you guys are going to be very interested in it. And uh, hopefully you want to pick one up. So uh anything else you want to say eight games left let's see what happens i'm just yeah i'm nervous about weather and baseball weather and baseball <laughs> all right guys so no matter what we will see you guys next tuesday hopefully the mets are on the road to clinching the nl east by then uh cross your fingers we are not going to get any help from the nationals so we got to do it ourselves keep winning and uh what do they have to do if they go six and two they automatically win the division really yeah okay cool Let's go six and two. Six and two, win at least one game against the national, not against the Braves, Braves. and then that's that's the tiebreaker where uh, My just dropped. <laughs> we would have the better record than them because we beat them yeah. uh, more than they beat us. So that's how tiebreakers work. So yeah, go six and two, win one at least one game against uh, the Braves this weekend, and it's ours. All right. See you next week. Let's go, Mets. Put in the books. Put in the books. Scoob and a dub. Oh, my God. <laughs> you left a word out last week. Do you know what it really is now? So? Scoob et niti tup. Peace. <laughs>